Pop quiz number one, was Amos a native of which, which kingdom? Southern kingdom is correct. Pop quiz number two, was Amos uh, prophecy centered on, though, the northern kingdom or southern kingdom? Northern kingdom, two for two so far. Three, I miss his occupation. We've got three for three, a herdman, okay, farmer. Four, what natural disaster? Earthquake. Uh, and locusts were mentioned later on, yes. But natural disaster was that one two years before the earthquake. Uh, e, a what uh, repeated phrase is used to, in Amos to say the nation deserved their coming judgment? For three transgressions for four. That is correct. So far we're doing well. What group of people had Gaza, Ekron, Gath, Ascalon as their cities? Philistines, the father of the Moabites, Ammonites. In Amos 3.3, two can walk together only if they're what? Agreed. What group of Israel was opposing the poor, taking advantage of them? The rich. What insects are seen by Amos, Miss Cindy, and in a vision? Locusts. Great. 20, or whatever it is, 10 for 10, 9 for 9. Great job on your pop quiz. Okay, there we are. And we're at the Amos chapter 7, about verse 10. We're starting, well, just touch on 9, 7 and 9, Amos chapter I will focus. I could probably get to find the right place. <laughs> the plumb line. We talked about the plumb line last time. So the vision of locusts is your blank. The vision of fire and the vision of the plumb. Sorry, plum is the blank. Plumb line. So a deviation from the plumb line. Jeroboam II had been quite successful, successful militarily. If you will see, this is our handy dandy. Found this uh, while cleaning out the other day. And so you have you have the Dead Sea, you have Jerusalem all the way down here, and we have Bethel. Where he what they do in Bethel and Dan? What they do in De what Jeroboam one do in Bethel and Dan? Golden cast. Very good. So Dan's all the way up here. This is if you read in uh, Genesis chapter fourteen, Abraham and his three hundred and eighteen and friends pursued all the way from down here area. All 120 miles. That's how far they pursued him. The armor is perhaps 150,000 men strong. God delivered that army into Abraham's hands with 318 cooks, bottle washers, herdmen, shepherds, farmers, trained soldiers. It's amazing. So it's on par with Gideon. Pretty much. And so it's, it's an amazing thing. We'll talk about that another time. But here we are. This is the area of Israel. And uh, Israel's green. Judah is. When did they divide? What year did they divide? Ten and two. Nine thirty BC. Nine thirty BC. Who was the Who was the last king of all twelve tribes? Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the last king of all twelve tribes. Just for a very very short time. Solomon's son, and you know, Solomon had 900 wives and 700 wives and princesses, 300 concubines, and only one male child is named in the Bible. Now, isn't that amazing? <laughs> that many, and only one male child named in the Bible. Rehoboam. All right, we'll stop right there, but that's our little review of history, and we find a plumb line is in chapter 7. Uh, verse 7, thus he showed me, made hold. And the plumb line, as you well know, was to see how out of whack it is with uh, God. And so the, Israel was way out of whack with God. And so that, that's gonna, they're going to be judged. 
And the Lord said unto me, Moses, or Amos, what seest thou? And I said, a plumb line. Then said the Lord, behold, I will set a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will not pass by them anymore. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. This was their, this was, they had their time. Their time was, isn't it going to be sad when people get, go out into eternity and they have all these, some of them will have all these countless times to have responded to the gospel and then it's, it, I will pass by them no more. You've had your opportunity. Isn't that going to be sad? We're going to see that, I believe, personally. We're going to witness the great white throne judgment and all that happens there. God doesn't wipe away our tears till after that. Revelation 21, God shall wipe away all tears. That's Revelation 21, which is after Revelation 20. So we have four visions. We have the vision of locusts. We have the vision of fire. We have the vision of plumb line. Question one is what kings mentioned in 7-9? Jeroboam 2. Jeroboam 2, not one, but two. And does Amos intercede for Israel at the close of this judgment? And the answer is no. Verse 9, and the high places of Isaac shall be desolate, and the sanctuaries of Israel shall be laid waste, and I will rise against the house of Jeroboam with the sword. So he had before pleaded, if you remember the first two, grasshoppers and fire, he had pleaded, please don't, and the Lord repents. Talked about that last time. But here he does not uh, intercede for them. Question number three, what should we use as our spiritual plumb line? The Scripture. I have found also that men and women you read about or watch their lives, especially the biographies of men who are, that can really affect you too. Not like the Bible, but I have found a person's life just calls me up short. You know, I need to be doing more. And maybe, and maybe that should be, we should, our lives should make people think about serving the Lord. So our should be, we should be impeccable. There should not be people who can, you know, remember Samuel, you may not remember, the Samuel at the end of his life, before he dies, says, is there anyone who can bring charge against me? Let him come up. And they said, no one, not one person came forward to say, Samuel, you know what, you know that car you sold me there, that was a, that was a lemon, really bad lemon. Or that chariot, the wheel fell off the very first day. No one did that. So when, we, when our lives, I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but I'm saying we're striving to have the relationship with everyone, a godly relationship. That's the goal. Have I succeeded? No, we haven't, but that should be the goal. And so the plumb line is, is, is in front of the Israel. They've come up short. When we have the plumb line against our lives, we need to see how far and start moving back to where it makes us in line with God. You want God's blessing on your life? Yes. I mean, you should say, answer that, yes. So then we should be, we should be walking with him. When was it you, when was it you gave your, when was it you wanted to give your children or your family the best is when they were doing the right thing. When your children were, were just, when my children were not doing, I didn't want to give them anything special. But they do, you know, like, you know, they volunteer to do something without asking. Oh well, here, here's the keys to the car. You can go down to, you can go a mile and come back, you know. And I'm gonna ride in the back seat. But there you go. <laughs> so now Amos is cutting a little close to the bone. Cutting a little close to the bone. I remember that brings to mind the. Uh, I've had two times I have had spinal taps. Boy, I tell you what, the first time that was a painful. If you've had those things, I feel for you. He was too close to the bone. He was becoming offensive to the religious royal establishment and opposition now raises his head, starting in verse 10. 
And Amaziah, now there's an, another good, Am, or there's a, a king Amaziah, but the Amaziah, the priest at Bethel. Now, can we just stop for just a moment? And is there a problem already? The priest at Bethel? Yeah, there's going to be a problem. Sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos hath conspired against thee in the midst of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. What do we call that today? Cancel culture. Cancel culture. For, and they said to Amos, Jeroboam, uh, and for thus said Amos, Jeroboam shall die by the sword. Did, did he say those exact words? Jeroboam's going to die by the sword? Look at verse 9. I will rise against the house of Jeroboam, not just Jeroboam, the house of Jeroboam. So he's really just, he's, uh, so how much of a, how much is something does it have to be, is it, take, is it 51% of something not true to be a lie? 52%. If it's 25% a lie, is, is it still okay to say that one? 20%. 5%. Okay, 1%. Thank you. Still a lie. So, hmm. So we find out he, it's, it's, it, was a, it was a lie. And Israel shall surely be led away. That's what, now Amos is saying, you're going to be led away captive out of the land, probably even worse than that. Then Amaziah said to Amos, O thou seer, go, flee away into the land of Judah, and there eat bread and prophesy there. But prophesy not again anymore at Bethel, for it is the king's chapel and it is the king's court. We can just see him in his high regalia, all these robes and this fancy hat and this fancy everything else. We here in Bethel, we do not want to hear from the sheep herders. You are right-wing fanatics, so you and the rest of your ilk go back to Judah, for we are, we're in a society. We're culturally advanced. We're culturally progressive. And you know, whenever they say that, I'm telling you, it's almost always regressive. For their cultural progression led them into worshiping things other than God. Was it not? Was not a plurality, polygamy, a Solomon? What, what was Solomon's downfall? Women. Who brought in what? The false gods. And yet he built this beautiful, I just read this this week, beautiful building out for the, the daughter of Pharaoh. But what he did, he succumbed to the gods of the women and started building. Can you imagine the same God who's given him riches beyond any other king, given him long life, given him wisdom like nobody else's business, could have, and yet he turns from them to, to promote the worship of other non-entities. I think people can handle problems a lot more than success and that's actually bears out to be true uh, philip says for us here just in a, he says for us <laughs> suppose today someone stood in the vatican loudly boldly and persistently denounced rome and her idolatry shrines relics dogmas intrigues college of cardinals and the pope for a while the establishment might consider it politically expedient to ignore the agitator especially if he was obviously a nobody. But if he continued to protest, the clergy would soon have him arrested. So we find that Amos is, 
predictions and prophecies have finally gotten <laughs> under the nerve, on their last nerve, if you want, on the last nerve of Amaziah, and he says these words. So he's trying, what do we call it? Can you give me one word for all of these three, four verses? It means the I has a date in it. Intimidate. He's trying to intimidate, I'm sorry, that's <laughs> a terrible, intimidate Amos to be quiet. We have that all the time. Today, in our world today, we have people trying to intimidate us all the time to be quiet. You are just on the fringe. We are the same we were. I was 30 years ago. I've lost the whole, I put on way too many, much weight and lost all my hair and top. But my, my theology and my convictions are the same. Yet, we are now, we've gone from the middle of the road to, oh, this is the left. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm way over here, and I can almost flap my wing. I'm on the right wing. Woo, right wing. So, but I've been, I've been staying right here, but you see what's happened? Is the culture has moved over here while we stay still, and so now we're still over here believing the same thing we've always believed, but now we're, we're way out of bounds. Amos is, the same thing Amos is withheld held up to, but now Israel has moved from the worship of Jehovah, Yahweh, to the worship of a multiplicity of gods, and it's never gone well for any any nation. Certainly has not gone well for ours, has it? No. Was Amaziah correct when he said that just, no, it wasn't just Jeroboam too, it was the whole household. In the culture, the false prophets prophesied for food, and Amaziah considered Amos equally as self serving. Was Amos prophesying for self service? No. Look at 14. And Amos answered and said unto Amaziah, I was no prophet. Neither was I a prophet's son, not even non-profit ministry. But I was a herdman, a, a, a fig pincher, if you would, a gatherer of sycamore fruit. And the Lord took me as I followed the flock. And the Lord said unto me, go prophesy unto my people Israel. I'm not looking for money. I'm not in it for the TV ratings and all these things. And, and don't send your money to me. It's not going to be seed money. You're all going down the tubes. I didn't say that word exactly, but you, you're, going, you're going to suffer. It was not what I would have chosen to do, basically. I was minding my own business. Mm, can you give me another example of that? Judges, chapter 6. David, yes. And out in the field. Gideon, threshing by the threshing floor, and the God appears unto him. What are you doing? I'm threshing some wheat. Well, I've got a job for you to do. Who am I? I'm the lowest of the low. I'm the littlest tribe. David's out in the field. Seven guys picked on. No, it's none of them. You got anybody left? Well, we got this little runt out there. In the Go get him. And the little runt comes out to be the greatest king Israel ever saw. So I, I, I like a modern day, a little more modern day example. Uh, William Carey, by all standards, was an ordinary working man, but fire burned in his soul, and he became the father of modern missions. When he was accomplished, what he accomplished in India, just as a translator, confirmed his genius. By the way, what country has more people in the world than any other country now? India, very good. On board the ship that took him to India, he mixed with Britain's empire builders, colonial officials, the military officer class, and the haughty representatives of the nobility. Carey was not a popular figure in this high society. They looked askance at a man who was going to India to be a, a missionary. And one evening, the snobbish aristocrat 
tried to humiliate him when he was a guest at the captain's table. I understand, Mr. Carey, that before you decided to become a missionary, you were <clears throat> a shoemaker. Oh, no, sir. I was not a shoemaker. I was only a cobbler. Only a cobbler. When you and I respond in humility, I'm telling you, that lowers, escalates it right then. Person comes into the bank, and they're off a couple, two or three times when I was working as a bank. Come in, they, were, they were just absolutely, and some rightly so, angry about something. You have to walk them off the ledge. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger, or a loud response, and it's escalated before you know it. So, now, sir, I am so sorry this has happened. What can we do to make it right? Oh, you want to see my supervisor? That is fine. If you'll wait just a minute. And it's bad when I tell her, because I was the supervisor, they had to bring me, oh, he's right here. Oh, here, that's the supervisor? I will find, we can find Mrs. Bird. We'll find Mrs. Bird to help us. So the degrees are not nearly so important to God as we are. God, Amos did not have a classical or theological education. He was not a polished graduate of an Ivy League school. William Carey was a cobbler. Yet he changed the world in India in many regards because he was sold out. I'm telling you, that's the kind of man that should we need to look at, encourages us. You know, we're just not where we should. We can do more. We can do more. We can do more. I'm telling you, I can do more. We all can do more. We can. Lay some things aside. Just lay it aside. Whatever it is, and they're not necessarily even bad things. Somebody's just taking your time. Taking your time doing what? We are to be, we're going, this is just a passing fancy. We're going to heaven. That's where we're going. We're going up there. And, and my time might be short. Your time might be short. We all may be in heaven tonight by the rapture of the church. Then we're going to look back and say, that song, I wish I had given him more. And I'm telling you, at the, I believe at the reward, uh, the loss of rewards, we are going to be balling. I, I that's my personal feeling. We're not judged for our sins, but we are going to, what could I have done? And when that bonfire comes along and, and burns up the works that I thought were something else, they really weren't that much. So what have I done with my life that makes a difference? Who have I influenced for the Lord? Just a thought for me, for you. Because then Amaziah and, and, and tried to intimidate Amos, Amaziah and his family. Well, we should read it. Verse 16. Now therefore, hear the word of the Lord. Thou sayest, prophesy not against Israel, and drop not thy word against the house of Isaac. Now he's responding to the intimidation. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, thy wife shall be an harlot in the city. And thy sons and thy daughters shall fall by the sword, and thy land shall be divided by the line, by line, and thou shalt die in a polluted land, and Israel shall surely go into cap forth, captivity forth of his land. Go into captivity forth of his land. You may try to put me on the fringe out here and say what you're saying doesn't make a difference, but I'm telling you, God says this, and this is what's going on. How do you think that Mr. Amaziah felt when he got his Telegram, servant gram, message gram, and Amos responds to Amaziah with these words. And then the first trumpet blows. I'm oh, sorry. That sounds like a, I sound like it. Was that a Wookiee? You walk with it. I don't know what that was either. I don't know what that. Anyway, the, the, the trumpet blows. I'm sorry. 
And you're thinking, we, this is our pastor? He's like 13 years old sometimes. <laughs> the trumpet blows, and they look out, and here comes the Assyrians. What, what, did, Amos, what did Amos say? What did Amos say? Don't you think that a few minutes after, with all the media day, a few minutes after the, the Christians are gone, what would that pastor say? That bald-headed guy I worked with? Well, he said, Jesus is coming back and the Christians are going to go. And Wow, I wonder. Don't you think it's going to, maybe some people are going to be like that? I don't know how it's going to work because we're going to be gone. We don't have to. But the people that we've talked to, our neighbors, our friends, who have said no. Don't you think it's, do not pass, Savior, do not pass me by. While on others thou art calling, don't pass me by. And so that should be the... The heart's cry of the people we talk to. Whether Amaziah liked it or not, Israel's going to go into captivity. And don't forget, by the way, all the atrocities of the people who captured Israel and the Syrians were terribly, terribly, atrociously uh, evil and uh, we, we'd be sort of like we've, we've seen recently uh, across over in the Middle East. Uh, so when I answered question seven, question, verse number eight or chapter number eight, and we find then there's a summer basket of fruit and we find, and thus saith the Lord, or hath the Lord God shown unto me, that behold, a basket of summer fruit, ate two. And he said, Amos, what seest thou? He said, a basket of summer fruit. Then the Lord said unto me, the end has come upon my people of Israel. I will not again pass by them anymore. How sad is that? I'm never coming again. Never coming again. Did you read the devotional? Was it yesterday? Just today? Maybe it was today? About the, the, like the grandparents who, who've seen their children and grandchildren, and one had people all across the world. And they're praying for them, but how we think about the sacrifice of the, the people who go. How about the sacrifice of the grandparents who have to stay back, and they only, or the parents who go back and their children go to the mission field across halfway across the world, and they see their grandkids maybe once every five years, perhaps. Now, I know we can do FaceTime and things like that, but there's, God calls us to a lot of different types of sacrifice. And I like, like that prayer. Sometimes God blesses us to bless somebody else. We should be a can open on both ends. That the water goes in one end. That's not like a breath. That's about your word. Because it's hollow up here. Well, it should be a can that the water goes in one end, not to turn it upside on its end and fill it all up for blessings for me. It should be on one end, out the other. Everything you have is God's. And I can tell you, He can take it from you just as quick as He gives it. And you going to be selfish with that? He might just find a way for you to get it one way or the other. I don't. I wouldn't use this phrase, but we were talking about trying to get my my books balanced today. I said, "Well, by hook or by crook, we're going to get this thing to balance today." I'm just teasing. We of course you wouldn't do that. Get the fire started. We're cooking the books. So there we are. I, Honestly, we are very careful, and we do everything above board, and we have so many checks and balances, there's no way. I don't know how I could even defraud, or I guess you could, but not on, my, not on my level. And why would you want to defraud people you're helping? See, our whole company is not to really make money, it's to help people. So we're not supposed to make some kind of, but you're not, we're not like a, we want to stay afloat and, and have, you know, get a little bit more than we, t- than we give out so we can stay afloat and keep our people hired. But a whole goal of FiveCo should be to help our communities. That's, and that's how people get food, et cetera. So that's, we're not in it for the money. We really aren't. 
Shall we go on? We shall. We've got four minutes and 30 seconds. And the songs of the temple shall be howlings in the day. And the Lord God, there shall be many dead bodies in every place. They shall cast them forth with silence. So we see the summer vision. Question number eight, was Israel deserving of the judgment to come? Yes! The Israel, the rich had made, had, had made a ransack of the poor. And verse 5, when will the new moon be gone that we may sell corn and the Sabbath that we may set forth wheat, making the ephah small and the shekel great and, false, and falsify the balances by deceit? They wanted to clear off the, the it, let me just get past Sunday so I can start making more money on Monday. And so that would, we'll just do our, we'll do our obligatory hour at church. Uh, the rest of the week, I'm living like I want to live. That, that's the idea. Verse 9, possibly a solar eclipse, and the Lord, it shall come to pass in that day, that said the Lord, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon, and I will darken the earth on that clear day. Interesting, Philip says this verse, which is a parable as well as a prophecy, indicated that in, instead of gradually declining in insignificance, the son of Israel would plunge into the darkness when it was at its meridian. 11 and 12. Behold, the days come when the Lord God, I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor of thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. Are, are we, what do you think? We're there now. That's what I was going to ask you. It's true. And a lot of people don't want to hear. There's a lot of not wanting, willingly ignorant. We talked about it Sunday morning. Famine of hearing the words. Uh, last chapter, uh, number nine, we find one vision of God's judgment, the Lord's comprehensive judgment. The first four verses there, would they be able to escape? They will not be able to escape. Verse four of nine, and though they go into captivity before their enemies' tents, I will command the sword and it shall slay them and I will set mine eyes upon them for evil and not for good. Now this has to be the most rebellious, non-Christian, Gentile, ISIS-type, uh, Hitler-backed, uh, Mussolini-inspired, uh, Saddam Hussein-led group ever, right? That's what God's doing to this. This is the people, right? This, no. Who are these people? God's chosen people. And yet God is, he's, well, he's a jealous, is he right to be jealous? Yes. Now, this jealousy is not like, oh, Dave Porter, that red Ohio State shirt, oh man, I would give you, I would give you 50 cents for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, a quarter. It's not that jealousy. Oh, I wish I had a big white dog that weighed five hundred, you know, weighed about one hundred and fifty pounds, and and answered to the name of Moses. Oh, I wish I had a big. I was. God's jealousy is He's the only God, and we are not to be worshiping anything else. And we do, oh, what bow down to it? We don't bow down to praise the Lord for that, but we bow down to other things far less. Bad. Exact, oh, like that. Exacting, exclusive devotion. Jealous God. And by the way, he's deserving of that. He's the only God. And he deserves our all. Did you not just see? Alabama ruled last week, which is a point on, spot on ruling, that every, in every conception, every joining of a sperm and an egg, and the fertility centers, no matter where they are, are a viable human being. And they, dis they determined that in Alabama this past week. That's where we need to be. The sanctity of life, whether we are 85 
or we're just five days old. God gives life. If we don't follow his hand and we don't obey what he wants us to do, he's going to bring judgment. He started. He's going to bring judgment. If he's going to judge his people with the Syrians, I'm telling you, we, we won't escape. Uh, Lord's mighty power in 5 and 6. We'll read these verses and close, and you can do the rest at home if you want. And the Lord God of hosts, is, that, is, that, is he that touches the land and it shall melt? All that dwell therein shall mourn, and it shall rise up holy like a flood, and shall be drowned as by the flood of Egypt. It is he that buildeth his stories in the heaven, and hath founded his troop in the earth. He hath called us for the waters of the sea, and poureth them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. And we should all be on our face. I mean, that's, that's, what I, that's the picture I get. The sovereign Lord of the universe. This is the one who says, listen, Israel, you have dropped the ball, and now it's coming. Let's pray. Lord, we, 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 it's a solemn book. Didn't get to even read the end, but Lord, how you end, how Israel will one day be back in the land, etc. But Lord, we look, help us to, as Christians, that we, our lives, we measure our lives by the plumb line of your word. And, and Lord, may, if we see deficiency, may we get that board in place, that wall in place, the whole house and whatever's necessary. Because the world is looking more and more and more for Christians who truly obey your word in love, not in condemnation or arrogancy. So Lord, help us to walk with you this week. In his name I pray, amen.